Welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast, hosted by coaches Bill and Essen. With so many fitness fads and trends, compounded with hundreds of mixed reviews, it is nice to know that this madness can be simplified into meaningful content, whether you want to believe it or not. There are millions of Americans that are literally eating themselves to death, a learned behavior that has been passed down from generation to generation. Let's connect with the team that has the knowledge and experience to change this. Welcome everyone, this is Coach Bill with Coach Eston and today's segment is regarding intermittent eating. This is very similar to intermittent fasting, but the difference is you're going to be eating, I call feeding at certain times of the day, it's planned. And um, with nothing in between, meaning you don't snack, um, don't eat fruit, nothing. It's in between that it's, you do nothing but drink water, coffee, there's nothing with sugar in it. So anyways, that's that's today's topic. And it's very popular now. And it's fasting is, is um, I avoid the word fasting, Eston, because, um, and I was, I was included in this, that it's a term that you think you're going to starve yourself. And yes. um, as I've learned over the past year and a half, that's not the case at all. It's actually very natural. And I'm very satisfied. And I really enjoy eating more now than I ever have. And um, one of the doctors that I follow, and I, I and I love the way he presents. And you actually gave me, uh, you actually um, introduced me to him through a through a link. We were talking about mm-hmm. fasting and intermittent eating. That's Dr. Stein Eckberg, and I'll put some mm-hmm. links on the uh, podcast uh, to um, listen to him. He's very very good. But today's co- podcast, our goal is to highlight the many benefits and some of the uh, there's some uh, disclaimers here of, of people who shouldn't try this of intermittent eatings feedings throughout the day and how to train your body to go 14 16 18 hours or even more without feedings and um which is natural i have to, I have to state that it's a natural way that your body is designed to process food and um, one of the things that we talked about is we've been talking about and everyone talks about is losing weight. How do you burn the fat? How do you um, how do you eat better? Why do we talk about that, Esther? How many times do you eat? How much do you eat? It's all about calories, calories, calories. But it's also mm-hmm. about fat. And why do we talk about that, Esther? Why is that so important? Because that's the way our body is designed. It's designed to store stuff, right? Yes. And uh, intermittent fasting is not going against that. It's just working with that, to be honest with you. So uh, one of the things I want to um, be very clear with is this is not for everyone. Um, it's not for kids who are still growing. So I say anyone, anyone under 21, because usually around 21, you stop growing. You don't even think about this. Um, also, it's, not for, medications. Not, it's not recommended for people who, who are on medication for diabetes. And also for people who have a history of eating disorders, um, if you have that, you don't try. You don't do this. You actually go through a doctor. And any, any women who are pregnant and breastfeeding, so this is something um, that's not for everyone. So there, it's a small class of people, but you ha- have to state those type of people. Um, anything else you want to add to that, Eston? This is for adults who. Um are trying to get their diet or their meal plan on check and a way of um, portion controlling 
and pacing through the day so to make sure that their energy requirements are being met without overindulgence. That's how I look at it. Yeah. That's Following the natural rhythm of life. Excellent. I love the way you put those words together, too. Uh, <laughs> I should be a writer. You should be, yeah. Hi, how ironic you are. But you know, this this is not nothing. This is nothing out of the ordinary that we've been teaching and been, been talking about portion control. You said you mentioned that word as a buzzword: portion control, rhythm, um, natural. It's all part of the way your body's designed. It, and a lot of people don't understand that. And I know and Dr. Eckberg made a good point uh, about. Um, he went to a cruise and um, went to a cruise. Oh. I should say. He went to one. He was on a cruise. He was on a cruise. Was <laughs> you on don't a cruise, go and yeah. come back. You go and stay for a while. Right, right. And he he made a good point about people. How first of all, on cruises, there's food all the time, 24 oh. hours a day, right? Oh my god. And so people usually gain 10, at least 10 pounds, or if not more. And what happens is the body gets used to being fed constantly, and people that at around 10 o'clock at night, say, I got to eat something. It's going to be like eight hours before I eat again. And when you start doing intermittent eating, you're like eight hours is like nothing. It's like 12 to 14 hours. When I used to have blood work done, 12 hours was a long time for me because I, I trained my body to eat every six hours. So um, your body is not designed that way because this is our nice segue to our next topic about what happens when you eat. Um, you'll hear this term insulin resistance. Yes. And you also hear insulin sensitivity. Um, resistance is when you eat your body, it's, tr it's trigger is eating. It triggers, uh, also it, it secretes insulin, um, which is a fat blocker. While you have insulin in your system, certain levels of it, I should say, you will not tap into your fat stores. Um, it relies solely on the insulin to take fuel, for lack of a better term. You can add on to this if you want, Eston, and put it into your cells. Get stored in your cells in the anticipation that it's going to be used for energy. So you want to add to that at all? Did I miss anything? No, you got it right. Yeah. yeah. It's basically just think of insulin as a, a UPS or FedEx truck delivering uh, stores into a house for use in the immediate future. Yeah. Here, that's a very good point, immediate. Now, yeah, like Amazon Prime or those, you know, people that get those meal deliver deliveries, yeah. you're supposed to use it that day or shortly thereafter. Right. So what happens when those stores are full, Aston? What happens? Well, then you have other, you have storage containers in your body called adipose tissue or fat cells. Yeah. And then the body will convert any extra sugars or even sometimes proteins that aren't being utilized and to fats and then they're stored away in your fat stores and your subcutaneous fat. And also if that fills up quickly, then you're what's called intervisceral fat. That's the fat that's within your viscera, your organs, like your heart. Right. So when you start hitting that area, yeah, you're, you're, you're asking for trouble because it puts extra pressure off, obviously on the organs. Well, um, there's only so much space in the body. Right. Right. It keeps adding, 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 adding on top, on top, on top before you know you have, you know, you see obesity, right? right. Um, when you start crowding out muscle for fat storage, then the organ can't function, especially if it's a muscular organ like the heart, which is a muscular pump. Yep. Yep. Or, or the liver, when it's meant to be, like, for one lack of many things that it does, a filter of the blood, but when it has too much fat in it, the filtering process backs up. It's like, yep. 
getting too much dust in an air filter. It doesn't filter the air very well. Right. You know. mm -hmm. Right. And I have a list of uh, things that, that happen when you eat too many times, eat too much at one time, too many times during a day, which unfortunately us Americans are known for. Yeah. We mentioned obesity. We mentioned diabetes. Cardiovascular disease could be about the heart, fat around the heart. Dementia um, is one I didn't know about. Stroke, mm -hmm. I can see autoimmunity diseases like yep. cancer. Yep. Oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is a, another term for your body is stressed because it has to digest food all the time. Yes. And when you eat a lot, it has to digest the food because that's its fuel source. Even though it has tons of fuel stored up, again, the insulin is secreted. It's saying, okay, I'm getting ready to uh, use this fuel and it's being fed to me, I'm going to start using it first. My first source is that. So mm -hmm. that's how it works. Now, when you don't eat, you become insulin sensitive, meaning that um, in between feedings, your insulin levels go way down. They start going down. It takes a while now, right? Um, mm -hmm. Some people have it faster than others, but on average, the longer you, you stay between feedings, the lower your insulin gets, and then your body taps into your other uh, fuel stores. So. Um, that's how that works. And when you do eat, it really utilizes the fuel that you're feeding it more efficiently and has, and your cells need it because it doesn't have, it's already used up the, the, uh, the uh, fuel stores previously. So it's, it works very well. It's like a well-oiled machine. So um, that's a high level on how that works when you don't eat. And also, Aston, uh, we mentioned this a couple times already in another podcast about 50 years ago, you know, 55 years ago. Before that, what, as ancestors, how did they eat? <laughs> they, well, they were hunter-gatherers, gathering, that once agriculture was introduced, gathering grains that they had grown, mm -hmm. and then living off of any dom domestic animals that they had at the time, like chickens for eggs, uh, pork, sometimes beef for meats. Um, if they lived near the, uh, a water source, uh, fish was added. But for the most part, meat was hard to come by because you had to hunt it. So meat, if you were lucky, you had maybe once a week. Um, if you remember, our, mom, our mother and father would talk about that, you know, they would sometimes only have meat on Fridays or meat, yep. you know. And the rest of the time was mostly grains. And yes, they did have a lot of fats, but they were walking and working everywhere. They had exactly. to walk to the streetcar. They had to, like our grandfather used to joke, he walked uphill both ways to school. But, you know, they had to walk a mile to get to the schoolhouse. They had to walk to the store. A lot, there was a lot of physical activity. Um, in our family, they were mer merchants, but they also had farms. So right. not only did they work in their stores, but they also had farms to tend to. So they would get up in the morning, take care of the animals, do what they had to do, go in and then work all day in their store, then come home again at night, deal with the animals in the farm before they would go to bed. So they could eat a lot of the stuff that we can't do today because we drive everywhere. And also, it's uh, poor diet choices, too. Yeah. Because everyone's in such a hurry, they do the drive-through now replace, has replaced the kitchen in most homes. Yep. And, um, that's, and that all started 55 years ago with the, the drive-through mentality. It didn't really start then, but the way food was being delivered did. And yeah. we didn't have to, um, the perishables were able to be stored longer, et cetera. I don't get into that. Yeah. that uh topic too much but the point is this that um 
we weren't our bodies haven't changed in tens of thousands of years we're the same body today we were when we were following the herd yeah and using teepees as homes you have the exact same organs the same exact thing. same metabolism yep what's changed is the way food is delivered how we actually eat and get our food so um keeping that in mind as we go through this podcast it's very important to understand the next thing i'm going to talk about is popular eating cycles and what does that mean by cycles? Well, you have to fit, find a cycle that works according to your lifestyle. And for example, I'll give you mine. Mine, for the most part, Monday through Friday until, until recently when I started working from home, it would be 12 hours. But I would eat three meals. My dinner would, would, would uh, be very light, a baked potato with some cheese. That was it. That was my dinner. And I didn't eat till the next morning around 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning. Then I'd eat at 1 o'clock. And I would eat again at, at, at around seven o'clock in the evening, Monday through Friday. And then come on the weekends, I, I would um, not eat till nine o'clock next morning on a Saturday. And then I'll have my lunch and I won't eat again till the next morning. So that was my, that was a uh, 18, six, 18 hours without eating on the weekend, six hours of eating. Um, and during the week it was 12, 12, 12 hours eating, 12 hours not eating. So, most of the fasting that I do, which I recommend, which is the easiest, is do it during the, while you sleep. So, yes, I and I, uh, it's 18 hours without eating. I go 20 if I really wanted to, but with my lifestyle on the, on the weekends, I, I need fuel because I'm going to go work out, for example, and um, et cetera. So that's how I do my eating cycles, and I've lost a lot of fat. Again, I have to stress weight loss it should be focused on how much fat you have in your body because we just mm -hmm. mentioned earlier that the more fat you have the more stress it puts on your body and it does have weight and and Essen, you mentioned about our ancestors they used to walk 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 it, it's aerobic and mm -hmm. we do aerobic like you said like a butter in a pan if you heat it up slowly it starts distributing very easily breaks down easy and that's how your body uses fat stores it has to get warmed up a little bit and we usually recommend 20 minutes to get it warmed up. Then anything after that, you, you start tapping into your fat stores. So, um, so that's that's what I do. And the cycles are 12, 12, like I mentioned. Um, and I also, that's three meals, usually three meals a day, no more, and no snacking in between. Uh, 16, eight. Um, then you skip breakfast. You have your dinner, then you skip breakfast and go to lunch. Um, 18.6, which I mentioned, is good, best for women. Anything over more than 18.6 for women is uh, shown not to be the best, but depends on a uh, per-person basis. And there's 20 <laughs> hours off, four hours on, and then OMAD, one meal a day, um, which I recommend no more than once or twice a year. Yeah, um, like on a holiday. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. And I don't know if people know this, but uh, Herschel Walker, which is a very known sports figure. Yeah. He's been doing one meal a day for years. And oh, wow. yeah, I didn't know that either. And he's a specimen and his workout regime is unbelievable. It's usually just body weight, all body weight, actually. I, I don't know if he does anything other than body weight, but the point is this, that depends on you. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to do this. The, the goal of this whole podcast, I understand how your body works and how your lifestyle is and fitting that eating cycle into your, into your lifestyle and make it easier for you. Um, so again, it's all about health. Um, and as you mentioned about if you eat too much, what's eating too much? Well, I, I mean, if you eat until you, you almost feel like you, you you can't move, you ate too much, in my opinion. 
Um, yeah. Or you eat so many times throughout the day, you're eating too much. How, meaning, does your body need everything that you're eating? Probably not. And also, are you going to burn what you have excess? Probably not. That you keep on eating the same way over and over and over again every day, 24 7, uh, throughout the year, then you've gained a lot of weight. It's almost impossible to lose weight because I tried that. I tried to eat six times a day, all healthy stuff. And I was trying to exercise more and more and more and more to burn that off because I thought that's how you did it. And it's, that's not how you do it. Exercise is for health. Eating is for health. They, they, they're a good marriage together and you have to have a good balance. And that's where we come into play on how to find that balance for you. Um, but I, I, I gave, I'll tell you this much. If you just want to learn how to eat better, um, it's, it's common sense, right, Eston? I mean, sugars, carbs. Breads and pastas, cut down on that. Um, eat when you're hungry. Try to go three times a day or two times a day, but eat. Eat a good meal to your to your full. You know. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I always say to your satisfied. To your satisfied, exactly. And for me, that's I'm when I'm full, I'm satisfied. Um, I'm not before when I was full, I eat too much. Now, since I, I've been doing this intermittent eating. I don't have to eat that much and I'm satisfied. So it's yeah. uh, your I'm stomach good. adjusts, your brain adjusts. Yes. Yep. And I have here about uh, health. It's when every organ, every cell is functioning optimally because it has the resources to do the job it needs to do. And well, that's like I what are you saying, Bill? I'm saying that a good marriage of food and, and activity allows your your cells and organs to work as it's supposed to work. There's no um, added stress to it. It doesn't have to worry about always digesting food. It can actually take care of itself. And over a period of time, um, if you want to fast once or twice a year, when I say fast, I mean 24 hours or more, then you start getting into autophagy. And that's a, or autophagy, however you want to label it, or however you recognize the word. Autophagy is a natural way your body gets rid of the extra or stuff that's not working very well, cells, even cancer cells, and actually uses that for fuel. So that's something that's it's more it's not eating at uh, it's not eating cycles. It's actually fasting. You're not eating because you want to take care. Of, you want your body to take all the junk out of your system. Now, you, when you fast 18 or even 12, 20 hours uh, in between eating cycles, you get some autophagy there, but the true autophagy is about 20, at least 20 hours or more. So, but you need to consult your doctor about that for more information. But I just want to throw that out there. That's also a natural thing that um, happens. And it's, that's why I don't recommend doing it once or twice a year because it does, um, your body needs fuel. So we'll use some muscle, some protein for, to do that. And I'm not a big fan of that unless you, that's, it's your goal to um, have your body take care of some bad, Get rid of some old stuff, junk that it's been stored up for a while. So yeah, just understand that it needs to be understood that the body is consuming its own tissues for its own metabolic processes. This is a, this is what happens when people starve, and and you're right in certain diseases. Yep. So the destruction of damaged or redundant cellular components can occur. Which your way, it's kind of like cleaning house. Right. But you, ha it's it's a very delicate balance because you don't want to you don't want to go into a starvation mode where your body starts harvesting uh, muscle proteins and don't feel yep. your heart is a muscle. Yep. Just like all the, all the smooth muscles that are lining all of your viscera. 
And if you don't do the balance correctly, it'll choose that over fats. Right. So. Yeah. So the disclaimer is you got to consult your doctor. Um, we reckon we, we just mentioned it because it's a, um, you just can't go into a 20, 24 hour fast to like that. You have to work your way up to it. Right. And you're right. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're playing with the, the natural regulating mechanism of our cells that will regulate and remove anything that's unnecessary or dysfunctional. That's true. Yeah. And it does allow uh, the orderly degradation and recycling of all of our cellular components. Mm -hmm. But again, if you cross the line, it'll actually start going after the good stuff. Yep. The bottom yep. Yep. So please consult your doctor if you're thinking about doing this and, and um, get blood work at your pre during and even some post labs of your yep. blood. Yep. to find out if you're deficient in anything. So maybe you can do a little bit of supplementing of certain minerals or nutrients that you're lacking um, and to Good see advice. if those levels are being maintained throughout your adjustment period. Yep. Um, a dietitian can do the same thing. Right. Yep. So it's a real deal. It's, it's a, um, it's, it is a, it's a process that needs to be monitored. And, um, it, but with that being said, it's something that, I believe uh, everyone should do. It's almost like a cleansing, once a year cleanse. So, um, but again, you have to be smart about it. Just don't be, don't go into this recklessly. This is we are here to give you advice and and disclaimers. It's not like quitting smoking. It's not like one day you just stop smoking. Exactly. Good point. One day you're just not going to start stop eating. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Very good analogy. Now because yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I just want to stop eating and, and take care of some bad cells. No, it, it, no, 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 no. Yeah, right. One thing that we could start doing right away is cutting down carbs and sugars, which includes soda pop. Um, I just said two things the same, but um, well, that's because that. depending on who's listening and where, like where I live, it we call it soda. Where you live, it's called pop. pop. Some places call it soda pop. Right. And the uh, the companies feed the companies uh, feed us feed on our weaknesses, and that's a pun intended. Companies like you know the the food manufacturers. The uh, Coca-Cola products, they feed on our weakness, which is our body, our brain feeds off of sugar for fuel. So it's going to crave that if you feed it. It's like a drug. So you, the more you stay away from it, the easier it is to not indulge in it. So um, we need some sugar in our body. We do need our, some sugar. We don't need overindulgence of it, though. Right. Well, good sugars, too, you know, like fruits and vegetables. Um, yeah, but even in even in fruits like grapes, they're simple. Grapes are uh, nature's candy, so too many grapes is not good. Correct, correct. And you know, there's really no quick fix or solution to weight loss or eating, uh, weight management and, and eating. Um, it's something that, like anything else, you didn't get fat overnight, and to lose weight and to understand how to eat doesn't happen overnight. So it's a process. You have to be patient. Um, one thing that I can tell you that is intermittent eating has been something that I mentioned before that's been your body's been doing for thousands of years. And it's just recently that over within the last hundred years, just we've changed the way that we eat. Our body hasn't changed, but we have changed the way we eat. And understanding that why we do what we do now and how we were supposed to do it is a great accomplishment. And a lot of people don't do that. And um, for me personally, it's a, I used to have to eat all the time. I was in sports. And I still am active in, uh, you know, uh, I call weight management, which is exercising and lifting. Um, so anyways, uh, I've learned that, um, especially when you get older, that 
the need for eating is a necessity. It's not a something that I felt I have to do because it's time to eat. Um, so when, the, when I broke that mold that I have to eat every three hours, and it was a great, I was liberated. It wasn't like I was a slave to eating, like I was a slave to uh, chewing snuff. I was a slave to food. Um, and that's something we were taught, Eston, and that um, over the years when we were growing up, eat, 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 eat. Yep. Keep eating. You know, I eat. developed an eating disorder. Right, right. So there's two, you know, you might you eat too much, you don't eat enough. You know, you have to have a balance. It's, it's really trying to understand that your body doesn't need to be fed all the time. But when you do eat, eat good stuff, eat good food, um, a lot of water, obviously, the basics. You hear, you hear it all the time. That's the key to good health. Um, exercise is so important. Anabolic exercise more than, more than anything that you don't have to kill yourself. It's, it's, it's a steady, slow and steady that wins the race. And, and that's how your body is designed. And you have moments where you do want to go quick and hard, um, almost like you're hunting for food or you're trying to migrate, stuff like that. It's that mentality that that's how your body is geared and that's how it works. And I'll end on that. Is there anything you want to add to that, Aston? No, you, you hit it on the mark. All right. Okay. Um, that concludes our podcast. And uh, I'd like to thank you again, Aston, for, sure. as always, for your input. Very valuable. And until next time, be healthy, be strong, be a life warrior. And be well. The opinions and topics expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily support the opinions and views of the wellness community. We would love to hear your thoughts, so click on the message button and give us your constructive feedback. Thank you for listening and make a positive difference today.